0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Ben Dobbin with you this morning. Uh, We are really honoured to have the opposition leader, and I really hope by this time next year we're talking to the Premier. Uh, David Woolley joins us this morning, the leader of the LNP. David, good morning. Happy New Year. Great to talk to you. Um, You wouldn't have got a break. Uh, There has been so much going on, and you've got a new Premier, but just the absolute sheer disdain that has gone on from this government over the last six to seven weeks. You you can't even write this stuff.
1: Uh, uh, The only thing that's changed is they've all moved up one in the batting order, mate, but it's the same people have sat around that same table for nine years and have delivered Queensland the youth crime crisis, the housing crisis, the health crisis, the cost of living crisis, the same people who've launched war on anyone who wants to farm or mine anything. It's the same faces, mate. And Nothing will change until the government changes in Queensland.
0: Can I talk to you about the youth crime? Um, I don't know how long you've been talking about it. I know Robbie Catter as well has been talking about it. You both have been huge advocates of it, massive. Government didn't want to know about it. Anastasia didn't want to know about it. Stephen Miles has said, oh, well, we're going to do this and that. Nothing changes. We've we've seen even last week, even uh, only even in Brisbane, you know, a teenager pulls a gun on a family as they try to get out of the car in Logan. This happens in Logan. It happens in Mount Isa. It happens in Townsville. It happens in Gundawindi. Everywhere across the state. Yet they think that, oh, well, we're going to tougher sentencing. That'll fix it. That'll fix it. The jails are full. They're busting at their seams. What can they actually do other than just give us lip service? Because it's embarrassing.
1: Well, let's start with what, where, why this has been created and then where we have to go. So nine years ago, when they first came to office, they made a decision to water down the Youth Justice Act, one of the first things they did. And you mentioned about it spread everywhere. At that time, I remember the people of Townsville saying... This is going to end, and it's going to end very, very badly because they had seen youth crime and they'd seen the results of getting tough on it because crime had improved in that period of the LNP government between 12 and 15, and the stats back that up. But it's no longer just Townsville. It's no longer just Cairns. It's across the board. It's in Gundawindi, where people are getting their hotel doors kicked in. It's in Toowoomba, where people are dying in the main street. It's in Mount Isa, where people can't go to bed at night because they're scared of what is going to occur. It's everywhere, mate. It's north, it's south, it's west. It is everywhere. It's out of control. And on the back of watering down the laws, you now have less coppers because pe- police are leaving quicker than they're being replaced. Well, yeah, I, don't so it. I don't blame uh, them. I uh,
0: don't
1: blame them. They are they are heroes in all of this, but they are sick of arresting the same faces doing the same crime. In the same streets, the only thing that changes is which family's life gets ripped apart tonight. The only thing that changes, it's just this revolving door, right? And there are 322 less police today than 18 months ago. Let that sink in. Think about the explosion of population. Think about the explosion of crime, and you've got 322 less police today than 18 months ago. So you ask what needs to be done. Well, it starts with rewriting the Youth Justice Act. And I commit to your listeners that we will do it immediately. We are going to make consequences for actions matter. We are going to make sure that the rights of the victim come before the rights of the offender. Detention as a last resort will be removed from the Youth Justice Act. It must. It makes no sense to see somebody spit out time and time again, put back in the same environment, despite the fact many of them got 80, 90 charges. We are going to get serious about early intervention. I want to disconnect kids from the same thing. We constantly put them back in the same environment. We've got to get them out of where they're living. We've got to give them education and employment and give them some chance of turning their lives around. And I've seen many examples of things that work, but I've seen a bucket load of examples of things that don't. And the government is refusing to show an analysis about what actually is performing and what's not. And we're serious about doing more of what's good, doing less of what's bad, and then bringing the best from across the globe here to Queensland to turn kids around. But for those hardcore ones, I'm sorry. Detention as a last resort is nonsensical and it shouldn't exist in the Act.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you 100%. And it is an area that... We are constantly talking about just along, David, well, you, you make a lot of sense around the youth crime. I'm going to leave the health out of this chat. Can I just talk about the fact that, you know, the setup that took place, uh, you've got a new Premier in, in Stephen Miles, and with a catastrophic situation that's going on in far north Queensland, um, it doesn't matter. If you're in charge of the state, you don't go on holidays. Now, we saw Scott Morrison absolutely crucified. In a lot of ways, that destroyed any chance he had of leading this country because he was away with his family. So what's good for the goose has got to be good for the gander. Stephen Miles stepped off the ship when it was needed a captain more than anything. And it's embarrassing that he is leading our state with those kind of – he's been in the job for four weeks and he does that.
1: And, Dombo, who was the person who led the charge against Morrison during that period? It was Miles, as deputy premier. It was brutal. It was relentless. They didn't stop. Yep. And um, people don't forget that. Now, what I don't want to do is return serve because, in the end, he can run his race. I'll run mine. But I'll make this point. Leadership is being around in the moments that matter. That's what being a leader is about. And, uh, my community was hit really hard in the Northern Gold Coast and, um, to see the resilience. Unbelievable. Was, was, yeah, mate, I've been through a lot of cyclones having spent most of my life up north. I've been through a lot of cyclones and the damage was really, really intense. And, you know, I spent a lot of time up on Mount Tambourine with Johnny Crowsey, Coomera, Michael Crandon. We've gone through all those areas. It's, it was really, really severe. And to see at the other end of the state, at places like Dagara, Um, still crying out for help. mate. Queensland got absolutely pummeled. You can't feel that on the end of a phone line. You can't understand that by reading a briefing note. You can only get that if you're there, if your boots are on the ground, if, if you can have your shoulder, have someone's tears fall on your shoulder. That's when you understand what needs to be done. But anyway, I'm not going to do the same that he did to Morrison. He can run his race and he can be held accountable for the way he conducts himself. Um, I was just really glad I was able to share with my community that recovery and the the job's not done yet, I can assure you.
0: You did an unbelievable job. Um, What's the biggest challenge this year, in your opinion? Uh, I mean, you've got cost of living crisis. You've got housing affordability that's just a disaster. But, you know, I've got a young bloke at the moment who's 18. He's trying to get a rent a unit. He's playing rugby, you know, in Brisbane. He can't find any accommodation. You've got families that are actually living out of their cars. You've got a health system that's on its knees. You've got youth crime. I mean, where do you start, David, in trying to tick some of these things off? And now we're getting to the system where the the Olympics, like, I mean, I read a story this morning that, you know, the infrastructure that needs to be built for the Olympics, the clock is ticking. So are we having the Olympics? Is it not happening? Like, you know, it is just like Rafferty's rules at the moment.
1: Well, let's go through some of those. You you, you mentioned about youth crime. We've spoken about that already. But today we've got new figures that show break-ins are up 54% since these guys come to office. That's just dire. So you've got a generation of people living in fear. Let's go to health. Worst ambulance ramping in the country at 43%. And they've closed nearly 40 maternity services. So a whole heap of your listeners uh, aren't able to have a baby in the same uh, hospital that they were born. And I'm just not comfortable with with that. And places like Wheeler have now been on bypass for over 500 days. That's not bypass, that's closure, I'm sorry. And and that's where they've got to. And those places deserve to be able to have a maternity service. I'm just not comfortable with that. And we have to to make sure we restore that and show people in the bush that they matter. You mentioned about housing. Uh, We've got some of the the slowest infrastructure rollout, which means we've uh, developed 33% less land. And that's why there's a feeding frenzy at the bottom end of the market. We've got the lowest home ownership rate in the country and we intend to do something about that. And I named David Janetsky, the shadow treasurer, and he'll be the first minister of home ownership if we win the election. And we're going to go from last to first within a decade, that's important to me. I want young kids to be able to own their own home. I want the vulnerable to have a roof over their head so we'll make sure that we deliver and work with the community housing sector and social housing, but we also want to focus on getting young kids into a home. So there's there's no shortage of challenges. Um, My concern is that these guys don't have the right priorities and we're gonna see a further degrade in things in the next 10 months. You mentioned the Olympics, it's been over 900 days that was sold as a a once-in-a-generation opportunity to deliver infrastructure together. All that it's been since is talk about a big party for the rich and the famous, and the red carpet and the champagne, and all this talk about the Gabba. Now, we've never supported the Gabba. We've said from day one, that project didn't have our support because it was one billion, then it was 2.7 billion. There was no business case. Now, they've announced the review. We all know they're going to walk away from the gather. That's just blind Freddie can see what they're going to do. But in the meantime, they've wasted 900 days where we should have been talking about the following. Road, rail, housing for every square inch of Queensland. A 20-year tourism plan to make sure that when people are looking at Queensland, they're talking about tourism opportunities in the west and in the north of the state. A communication rollout strategy to make sure that what we see during disasters doesn't happen, so we can get everyone on the table to do that. I want to see the focus of the Paralympic lead to more accessibility for people who live here 365 days a year, not just when the event's on. They're my priority. But these guys, it's all about the gloss, the glitz, the glamour. They they don't understand what everyday working people feel like anymore. They've been there too long. They're looking for 14 years in office and I think the vast majority of people have worked this mob out well and truly.
0: You know, too, uh, there's absolutely no two ways about it. We understand it. We believe it. David, we appreciate your time as the opposition leader. You're very busy. We appreciate it. We'll be talking to you and a lot of the members of the LNP throughout the course of the year as we march towards the election. Thank you so much for giving, us, giving me some time this morning. Appreciate your time.
1: Hello so to you and your listeners. All the best for 2024, mate. I'm, I'm really hopeful that it's a, a great year for everyone. Thanks very much.
0: Likewise. Well, this is Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.